0: Nurses, how flexible are you when things go south? Can you bend with the winds of change without breaking? Let's talk about flexibility and the ability to pivot here on episode 110 of The Nurse Keith Show. Hey, everybody, what's up, and welcome to the Nurse Keith Show. Whether you're a first time listener or a long time listener, I thank you for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. The Nurse Keith Show is now reaching listeners on six continents. Thanks to everyone in North America, South America, Central America, Asia. Africa, Europe for tuning in. I appreciate it so much. Those of you down under in Australia and in New Zealand, thanks for tuning in. I am glad you're here. And for those of you who are longtime listeners, thanks so much for hanging out with me. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of podcasters along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala and her Your Next Shift podcast, and Nadine Grishkowiak over at the Gluten-Free RN. And if you haven't been listening in to what's happening at RNFM Radio, I just want you to know that Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala have stepped away from RNFM Radio to launch new podcasts over on the Pulse Media Network at PulseMediaNetwork.com. I am staying at RNFM Radio and I am being joined by the amazing Ashley Poffett, a young millennial nurse from Denver, Colorado, and the incredible Sean Dent, who many of you might know from RNFM Radio. He's been a guest there many times. We've just recorded a teaser episode that will be out soon and we will be relaunching RNFM Radio midsummer. So stay tuned in because RNFM Radio is coming back with the fourth iteration of this flagship show of the Pulse Media Network. You can find The Nurse Keith Show on iTunes. Please leave a rating and review if you'd be so kind. And you can leave me a voicemail right at nursekeith.com. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, if you want to read along or look at what I shared over there, head over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 110. That's episode 110. anyway I'm thrilled you're here happy to hang out with you for a few minutes thanks for being here and let's dig into today's topic shall we So if you've been listening recently, or if you've tuned in before, I'm following up on the heels of episode 108, and that was entitled, When the Nurse Hits a Wall. And in that episode, I spoke at length about a blog post I had published about nurses who find themselves in situations where they feel like they're just banging their head against the same wall over and over and over again. Their forehead is bloody and bruised, and they need to make a shift, but they're not quite sure how I've been there, some of you have probably been there too, and in this episode today, I want to talk more about resiliency, because let's face it, nursing and healthcare in the 21st century are volatile sandboxes that we play in, and you know, there are shifting sands in those sandboxes, and things can shift under our feet at any moment. The tectonic plates of healthcare are always on the move, and we need to be able to flex and pivot because things are always changing. And the question I want to ask for you, and it's rhetorical and not rhetorical at the same time, is, are you ready to flex without breaking when the winds of change start to blow in your life, in your career? (laughs) So back on episode 108, I talked about the definition of insanity that many of us know. It's sort of a colloquial definition of the term. And it means when we do the same thing over and over again, but we expect different results. And an example of that is banging your head on that wall that you've been banging your head against for years and expecting things to change, just waiting for things to change without you doing anything other than getting bruised and bloodied in the process. So in this episode, we're talking about bending. We're not talking about banging your head. And, you know, we nurses need to stay flexible throughout our careers. I've been a nurse for 21 years. It's been a long, pretty good run. I've had my share of challenges. I burned out as a nurse. And yeah, I was banging my head against a wall for a number of years. And my wife had to eventually... Pull me away from that wall and say, look what you're doing to yourself. You need to change. So back in the day, around 2007 or 2008, I was working as a case manager in the inner city of Springfield, Massachusetts, working with Poverty stricken, chronically ill patients, many with HIV or AIDS and mental illness and addiction and other comorbidities. And I burned myself to a crisp. I've talked about that on this show before. And yeah, I was banging my head against a wall. I wasn't flexing at all. I was stiff as a board. And as things kept coming at me, I was just breaking. I was coming apart at the seams. And my wife rescued me, forced me to quit, basically. And changed my life and changed the course of my career that is actually where nurse keith coaching and my whole online brand was born was from that experience knowing that i needed to do things differently knowing that i needed to reach out to you yes you and tell you about my experience and help guide people like you to not burn out to not have the experience that i did so Why do we need to be flexible in our nursing careers? I just described for you what happened for me. I burned out really bad, caring too much, doing too much, trying to be everything to my patients. I couldn't do that. I couldn't sustain it. And I hurt myself in the process. So my friends, There are so many reasons we need to stay flexible. I actually have a long list, bulleted list in the show notes you can check out at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 110. I'll just talk about some of them right now. One is what I already mentioned at the top of the show, which is a constantly shifting healthcare industry landscape. Like I said, the tectonic plates beneath healthcare are always shifting. And why are they shifting? You ask, well... One is what's known as quote-unquote healthcare reform. Don't get me started. I should probably do an episode about this on RNFM Radio with Sean and Ashley soon. But with all this talk of repealing and replacing Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, now we have the Affordable Health Care Act, which is kind of making its way through Congress and the Senate. We don't know what's going to happen. The Congressional Budget Office has said that 23 million people will likely lose their insurance over the next five to 10 years. So how is that going to affect nursing jobs? What's going to happen when 23 million people lose their insurance? Are there going to be fewer nursing jobs? What's going to happen? That's a shifting tectonic plate that we cannot predict. We don't know what's going to happen in the industry. Now, there's also nursing shortages and nursing surpluses. We hear about shortages, they do agree in many parts of the United States and other countries. And then there are areas that are just flooded with nurses, markets that are hard to break into, like the San Francisco area, the Bay Area of California. Now, beyond shortages and surpluses in healthcare reform, we also have changing technology. And I recognize, because I talk to nurses all the time, that there are some older nurses who are having trouble keeping up with the changes in technology. Some of them feel like they should just retire because things are just changing so fast, it's hard to keep up. And a lot of the older nurses started with paper charting. I did too, actually. And it's hard to make that shift over the course of years when the things just keep shifting under our feet. At every moment. Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of older nurses are pivoting with this and learning those technologies and just digging in their heels and making sure they stay up to date. Many, I think, also just can't be bothered. They just don't want to have to learn all this stuff, and I can't blame them. So, those shifting technologies are easier to deal with for i believe the younger generations because they're digital natives and they understand how technology works it's been part of their lives since their early childhood and it's a little bit easier for them to do that pivot with the technology so that impacts their careers and Honestly, we have no idea how robotics is going to change the delivery of healthcare in the future. So things are going to be changing, folks. And if you're going to be a nurse for the next 20 to 30 to 40 years, be prepared for some major shifts. Now, all over the United States, and I think this might be happening in other countries as well, but it's really happening here, is changes in scope of practice are happening for nurses. For better and worse, mostly for the better, nurse practitioners and APRNs are gaining lots of momentum and complete independence from physicians in many states of the United States, as well as in the Veterans Administration system. So scope of practice changes are definitely in the offing. That is generally a good thing, unless... There are some reductive changes that happen at the state level where you live or in the country where you live, and scope of practice is weakened, often by physician groups who lobby legislators to weaken nurses' scope of practice. So get out there and fight for being able to practice at the top of your license, because that's really what you should be doing. That can affect the jobs you get and what you're able to do in your career. Other areas where we need to be willing to pivot and flex are staffing issues. If you're working in a hospital with horrible nurse-patient ratios, or if you're being forced to work mandatory overtime, or you're chronically understaffed at your place of work, or anything else that affects staffing, that can impact your ability to be happy in your work and also to do a good job and stay free of errors and other problems that crop up when you're working so hard to take care of patients and there just aren't enough nurses and staff to do a good job. Meanwhile, all of this can affect your physical health, your mental health, your emotional and spiritual health, and even your financial health. Like I said, I burned out really bad in 2007, 2008 or so, and it impacted every aspect that I just mentioned, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Oh my God, it really did get to me. And it took me a while to come around and heal myself. And again, thanks to my wife, Mary, for leading the charge and pulling me away from a situation that was really killing me. Other reasons we need to stay flexible, my friends, is aging. I'm aging. I'm turning 53 this year. Our bodies change. We develop chronic pain or chronic or acute illnesses, and we just can't necessarily do what we used to do. For those of you nurses out there who've been working on the floor, 12-hour shifts, three, four, five shifts a week for years and years. There's going to come a time where that's not going to feel quite tenable to you anymore. So are you willing to flex? Are you willing to pivot? Find something new to do in your career so you can still make money and feel professionally and personally satisfied, but recognize the changes that aging and changes in your health are bringing to your life So that you can create a career that actually works for you where you're not doing something that is really burning you out and causing you additional pain or discomfort or health problems. So we need to keep learning. We need to keep shifting. You might need to get a new certification or go back to school. There's lots of things that drive change. And it's good to stay on top of that, stay ahead of it. So you're playing offense and not defense with the things happening around you. Now, finally, in terms of aging, yes, we age. I'm aging for sure. And there are things I can and can't do that I need to recognize. And I'm doing my best to stay as healthy as possible. We also have aging parents. Many nurses in their 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s have aging parents parents and dying parents. My mom died about six years ago. My father-in-law died six years ago. I have an aging dad with dementia, a mother-in-law who's getting older. So we need to be able to pivot and flex in our lives professionally and personally because the family, the extended family around us is also changing. That can impact our ability to work, how often we can work or what kind of work we can actually do. If we have to stay home and care for an aging child, I mean, if we have to stay home caring for an aging parent or a disabled spouse. And remember other things also you have to keep in mind that can cause you to need to make a shift in your career. Maybe it's not a health problem of yours. Maybe you just had a child and you need to shift and pivot and flex and find something you can do with a young child at home. Maybe you want to stay home with your kid and work on weekends. You have to find a way to do that. Maybe you're getting married. Maybe you're getting divorced. You never know. Maybe your spouse is disabled or your spouse dies. How are you going to recover? How are you going to flex when those winds of change blow through your life? What are you going to do? And how are you going to maintain your career? So folks, there are lots of other reasons for change and flexing and pivoting. If you have any more to share, email me at Keith at or post them on my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash nursekeithcoaching. I'd like to know what else you're facing and why you're feeling the need to shift and change. So folks, back in the day, way before I was a nurse, I was a yoga teacher and a massage therapist, surprise, surprise. And when I was teaching yoga, I often liked to paraphrase that old saying that we need to be able to bend with the wind. Without breaking, just like a sapling, just like a young tree, even under trying circumstances. And this can be said of our bodies. Yeah, we have to stay flexible and not break when something happens. But we also need to stay flexible and bend with the winds of change in our minds. And if you want to take that even further in your soul, in your spirit, in your heart, everything needs to stay flexible. We need to be nimble. And if you can say it about your mind, you can also say it about every other aspect of your life, finances, career, flexibility is key in all these areas of life. And in the business world, in the corporate world, pivoting is really big these days. People talk about pivoting, pivoting all the time. It's kind of a buzzword, but it still works because it's essential to be able to pivot and switch around to change things when you need to change. And remember, if you're not a business person like me, you're still the CEO of your personal company. You're the CEO of your life, your brand, your career. And swinging with those changes is par for the course in the 21st century. You need to be able to do it. So whether you're going to call it pivoting, flexing, bouncing, it's all the same. You don't want to get stuck in a rut of like, This is how it's always been, so we're not going to change because this is the way we do it. We hear that in healthcare all the time. We hear it in nursing. Don't do that in your life. Things you used to do aren't going to work anymore, so you're going to have to change. You might have to change the way you write your resume, the way you sit in an interview, or even the specialty you work in. Now, folks, in the spirit of transparency, I'm going to be really revealing here and tell you that I've recently had a pretty lucrative consulting job. I've been traveling to the Northwest United States. I was really relying on that job financially, and that gig came to a sudden end just last week without any warning. And my responsibility to myself right now is to flex without breaking, to pivot and bounce back because it was a real blow to me financially and otherwise. And yeah. I was upset. I've been thrown off my game for the better part of a week. And I can only indulge those feelings for so long. So this is why I'm actually recording this episode about pivoting and flexibility, because I know I shared with you about burning out about 10 years ago in 2007, 2008. Right now, I'm not burned out, but I need to pivot. I need to be flexible because I just lost part of my income. I just lost a great opportunity that I was working at and I need to find something new. So I just want to share with you that I'm not talking from a pedestal where I have all the answers and I know what's happening and I know exactly what you need to do. I'm sharing with you that I'm as vulnerable to change as you. I'm a human being and a nurse and a professional just like you. And I've had a big curveball thrown at me in this last week. And I'm here on the microphone to tell you transparently that it's hard. It's really hard for me. I'm struggling with it. I really am. And I need to find my way. So I'm walking this path with you. I am not the person with all the answers. I am a human being with the same hurts as you. And I'm going to be Walking down this path and figuring it out and sharing with you along the way as I figure it out. So this message that I'm giving to you in this podcast episode today, it's exactly the message that I need to hear right now. So I'm giving it to myself. So friends, if you need to cultivate more personal and professional flexibility in times of change, when the sands are shifting beneath your feet, there's lots of things you can do for your career and your personal life. So one is keep your resume updated at all times. Make sure that resume is updated. If you need my help, let me know. Keep it updated because you never know what's going to happen. I want you to keep doing what I've been talking about on this podcast forever, which is cultivating and nurturing a robust professional network so that when times get tough, When things are shifting and changing, you have people to lean on, people to reach out to, to say, hey, times are tough. I need a new opportunity. What's up? Can you help me out? Also, always be working on your personal development as a human being and on your professional development in order to avoid stagnation personally and professionally. This might look like studying emotional intelligence. Figuring out how to raise your EQ, your emotional quotient, how to increase your personal resilience. Resilience can be improved, it can be strengthened, and your emotional intelligence can also be improved. Work on that. That will help you with these changes. Like I do, use therapy or counseling or coaching to work on your issues and overcome them. How to embrace change. Have a therapist or somebody in your life who you can turn to when times are tough, who knows you well, and who can walk you through these difficult passages. I've been doing it for years, folks, and it's a real help to have someone out there, a paid professional who knows you and can support you when the going gets tough. So if you have suggestions for other listeners of The Nurse Keith Show about resiliency, about change, about adaptability and flexibility when the high winds are blowing in your life and you have things you do that really help you stay centered, email me at keith at nursekeith.com and I'm going to add your suggestions or strategies to the show notes, which are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 110. I can also share them on social media. Just to let you know I will keep those anonymous unless you give me written permission to use your name otherwise it's just going to be anonymous listener told me this is what she does or this is what he does so remember it's a topsy-turvy world out there politically financially economically in the healthcare world it's all topsy-turvy it's all crazy you need to be ready to flex my friends and I'm flexing with you So there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening in to episode 110. I hope this was uplifting and empowering. I hope you have some new ideas about staying flexible, about pivoting. I want you to work for your professional satisfaction development every day. And I want you to reach out to me if you need my help. Folks, did you know you could become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? That's right. At patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Nurse Keith. you can pledge as little as $2 a month to show some love for The Nurse Keith Show. And that's pretty much 50 cents per episode that you're contributing, kind of like you contribute to your public radio station or some other organization that does good work in the world. So if you believe in The Nurse Keith Show and you have, let's say, $5 a month to spare, I would love for you to go to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith and contribute. If you pledge as little as $5 a month, I will send you a lovely gift from the Southwest in the mail. I really will. So think about that. I'd love to send you a gift and I would love your support. Patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the wonderful Tim Hollowell of ThePodcastingGuy.com. He's also our producer over at the Pulse Media Network at PulseMediaNetwork.com. Social media and promotion for Nurse Keith Coaching are handled by the wonderful Mark Cappy Speeson. My hat's off to Tim and Mark today and every day for their help. I couldn't do this without them. Please post a review on iTunes. Hit me up on Twitter at Nurse Keith. Facebook, Nurse Keith Coaching. Instagram, nurse keith coaching sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com leave me a voicemail at nursekeith.com and the bright pink banner on the left hand side i will play your voice on the show and answer your question how cool is that please leave me a message over at nursekeith.com so folks stay positive care for yourself and others take inspired action in the interest of your career every day And tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, more flexible, more fun, and just better than you can ever imagine. Keep tuning in here at the Nurse Keith Show. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time.